Yeah. So what's up, man? Welcome back. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. How was uh, the trip out west? It was good, man. I mean, I seen some family and... Rocky Mountain High. Rocky Mountain High, baby. Hell yeah. I mean, I saw my sister for a few days, and then we went up to the mountains and did some outdoor stuff there. It was fucking cold. But Do some skiing or I couldn't hiking. even ski. It was that fucking cold, man. Like, we went uh, snowmobiling, and we just... We kind of walked around the, uh, the mountain town in Breckenridge, but then, like, yeah, we woke up, and it was fucking negative degrees out on one of the days, so... Damn, frigid. Yeah. Uh, was how cold, was the man. wind? Was there a lot of wind? Uh, not up until the day, couple of days right before we were about to leave. Um, That's good. The wind it always was, crushes me. Thirty-four you know, mile right through your clothes. Yeah, thirty-four mile winds. Wow. Negatives in the double digits. So I mean. So how is Breckenridge this time of year? Is it busy? Busy, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they say they on. say the population like quadruples. I mean, wow. usually it's a small town. Usually population. Normal populations like in the, the low thousands, like five to six, but then like throughout wow. the year, it you know like peak season it can hit to like over a hundred thousand. So everybody's out there to ski right now. Oh yeah, usually anywhere between beer. like Christmas once Christmas time hits till like end of March, they have like it's their, it's their busiest time of year, and they've been getting a lot more snow this year. So I mean a lot more people are trying to go and uh, spend time up there. Even if it's just, and it, sometimes you'd be crazy. It's not just people like out of state. It's a lot of people that are like Denver people oh, go really? up to the mountains for a weekend just yeah. to get away from the yeah, city. Yeah, just to get oh. away, man. You'd be surprised. Like I, I went and visited a couple different areas in Denver, Colorado, and different people were like, "Yeah, I haven't been able to get up to the mountains yet." Like they just, you know, certain people on the west side, you know, north or east, whatever, they can't get up there. So right. Um, but yeah, a lot of people go up there for, you know, from around there. So, so. have you been out to Breckenridge before? Is that your first time? Uh, second time. Actually, no, like I've been out there three, four times. Um, this is my second, second time. It's gorgeous, into your, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah dude, mountains. It's nice. You just literally sit there and you're driving up and you see these big ass mountains, dude. And mm-hmm. then we went to like Boulder, Colorado, which is like a little bit further, I think maybe west. I think it's north. North. North, north. It's north, but it's, well, it's what? North it's of Denver, right? Boulders. North of Denver, yeah, but it's a little bit further south of Breckenridge, but it's gorgeous up there too, man. I mean, like, mountains are, like, right there in your yeah. face. You can see, like, you can, if you can see the detail on, like, the trees and, like, basically tell what kind of tree it is, you're pretty close to the mountains, you know? Right. So, like, driving through, yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool scenery. I mean, we went from, like, it's snowing in Breckenridge to, like, driving to Boulder and it was... No, no, no snow on the ground. A lot so of different weather pretty, patterns, yeah. Hell yeah! And then when we got right before we got there, like the first day we got there, it was negative two degrees outside. It was like negative five degrees. Wow! In the at the airport, so we, like we got out of the out of the airport and waited for our, our like because our and and when you go to Denver, all of the the companies that you rent cars from are like ten twenty miles, like ten to fifteen minutes away. So you got to wait for these vans to come pick you up, and then they take you there. Dude, it was freaking cold, man. Like, I was fucking... We got iced coffees from fucking Starbucks, and they Smooth were fucking move. freezing <laughs> in our hand. Like, you could see, like, yeah. like the wall, like the, the drink would go down, and it would freeze right above it. Like, it was fucking wow. cold. So we just fucking took a taxi. We didn't even want to wait, because there were people outside that were waiting to go to the same place as us, and they said they were waiting 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. That's uh, too long in that degree. That uh, low temperature yeah, weather, yeah. Exactly. So, so me and my girl were just like, ah, screw it. We're just going to uh, 
Let's get out of here. Just gonna jump on a freaking taxi. Uber taxi was expensive. Uber was would have been way cheaper, but um, so did yeah, you, so you uh, live on certain so, things like that. Um, did you uh, did you get some? You know, good and good. Any decent restaurants out there? Or yeah, man. There's a freaking restaurant called Modus. Entertainment. Modus out there, dude. It's Modus. like, uh, yeah, it's the menu's not big, but like, it's it kind of be expensive. But I mean, if you like the appetizer list is pretty good. Like you can get ribs for like they give you a decent like a few big ribs with uh, cornbread for like, fourteen, fifteen bucks. But my girl ended up getting lamb, like a lamb leg for like I mean it was pretty good pricing, like forty bucks. I mean. You see anywhere between like you know fifteen and fifty five bucks. They had freaking bison steaks. Dude. Oh like yeah, elk elk steaks and shit. So, and I, I mean, enjoy it's a pretty a nice hippie. bison steak. Yeah, dude. Steaks I mean, it's, it's lean. it wasn't it wasn't a restaurant I was expecting to hit, but I mean, it was it's busy. And one a couple I went to a couple different places, and the wait was too long. So I was just like, let's just go to this place. I just walked around, and you know, it was it's busy. So you just got to figure out which you know just do your research on what restaurants to go to. They got a bunch of price ranges and stuff like that. So, um, cool man. Yeah, we stayed in we stayed in a nice place too, like an Airbnb. Oh yeah. But it was like it's an Airbnb where, but and it was a stu- it's a studio, so it was like you walk in and it was like pretty much a hotel room. Like there's a little mini kitchenette, like balcony, dining room table, and then the bed and a couch and one all in one room. So it wasn't too bad. I mean, for the price we paid, it was within walking distance of like any place we wanted to go to. Cool man. Yeah. We, then there's this is one breakfast place called the Blue Moose. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it, and we go. We went there last year with a bunch of friends, and it's my sister. One of my sister's favorite restaurants too to go there when she goes to Breckenridge. But yeah, it's good. Food's cheap, dude, and it's it's really good. Like big ass pancakes and freaking like it's like Bloody Marys and you know mimosas and shit. So right, yeah, it's a pretty cool place. All right, man. A lot of stuff to do for sure. Good stuff. Well, uh, lots, what lots, did you do uh, this weekend? lots going on, man. Oh, this past weekend, uh, yeah. Man. Did you gamble? Gamble any of your money away? Man, I did not, man. When was the last time you gambled since Super Bowl? Uh, I've been gambling <laughs> a minute. Yeah, it's, uh, I was running this college basketball numbers for a little while, but uh, it's uh, it's a grind, you know, every single day. Uh, well, that's why they call them degenerates, man, because you know. It takes a lot of time. And it's time consuming. Effort and you're you in the, you're in the, you're in the trenches, dude. You're in the trenches, yeah, man. This is like it's up and down. This type of season right now, part at least part of the season, where it's either you gamble on hockey, basketball, college basketball, and that's it. Well, the NFL grind is a lot different because you have all week to prepare. You know, the and lines come out game. on Monday, Tuesday. You, know, you prep game. all week, and yeah, yeah, it's one. You got a that small window. You know, if you're not playing the Monday or the the Thursday night game, but. Uh, college basketball, you got 150 games on Saturday, and then you got yeah. you know a handful of games Sunday. And then yeah, Monday, but that's it's the just thing weird. too. Is like kids, it's daily. Like, yeah, but you got to look at the, at the injury report in college basketball too. Like, you know, and you get the NBA injury report. Like yesterday, I was well, I was um, I do a little I dabble in a little bit of college basketball, uh, not college basketball, NBA uh, fantasy football fantasy. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I was looking for a new guy on my team to put on my team. You know, I had Kyrie. That was injured, so I'm like, right, I'm gonna take him off. So put, him you put in. So I was looking to pick up Terry Rozier, okay. but like my ears, you know, picking up sports radio and, and stuff like that. I listened to WI, and they said Terry Rozier was sick, but he was questionable to play. So I was like, eh, whatever. So you know, I just I skipped that. So there's certain things like if you're gonna gamble, well, that's taking a big, it back to gambling. Like sure. if you're gonna gamble, 
That's a big downgrade, yeah. Terry Rozier, though, from Kyrie. You know, especially it, it when Kyrie's not that. Is, you know, the offense runs through Tatum and. Uh, there's um, been a lot of games though where Terry Rozier steps up, do you like? Put sure. up twenty some points in, in games that Kyrie's absent, you know. Yeah. So and it was against it was at it was against freaking Detroit. Horford. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I mean, they don't have any main good guards. Like we won a game yesterday by double digits without right having well, a I premier center. We didn't have. What did games. he end up doing yesterday? Huh, who? Uh, Rogier. He didn't even play. He didn't play. He, didn't he play. was sick. He, he was, was sick. Yeah. And he so we play. played with like Wanamaker and um, Jalen Brown had a decent game and a few other guys. It wasn't a. Hayward running a point for a little bit? Hayward, yeah, you had Hayward running a point. I mean, they can give the guy, like, point guard. So, the new NBA, it's like point guard is, like, a shooting guard. So, like, you can put a point guard. It's one of those those positions. It's a positionless game. Like, you know, unless, now everybody's playing with, with smaller guys. You don't see big, burly, seven-foot guys, you know, 6'10 guys. You know, I mean, you have few, but they're freakishly in there, far from, you know, the next guy. But, like, we don't have... Okay, we have Aaron Baines who can shoot threes. You know, every single one of our bigs can shoot threes. Tice can shoot threes. Um, Love watching Tice play. Al Horford can bang out some threes. You know what I mean? Al, so like, Al's a good player. So like, our so our center is you know, a basically six ten, six eleven guy compared to like a Joel Embiid. You know, Andre Drummond six ten. You know, seven footers. I mean, it's games changed. So like, yeah, like a Terry Rozier. Okay, we can give the ball to Jalen Brown, but Jalen Brown, boom. It, they're just going to move the ball around. And whoever gets, you know, the second to last touch is going to get that assist. So, so who are your other options? Or did you just go as far as I went Shabazz Napier. He got me a ten, cool 10 points. And then I, went, I got, I picked up Darren Collison, who got, like, he did. He had, like, nine points, seven assists. He had, like, nine, seven, and six. So, I mean, he got me a little, he got me, I mean, I'm, I was trying to be a little smart with it. And then Isaiah Thomas came back off the D, off the uh, injury list. He was out for a while with his back injury, so it's been like almost a year since he played. Yeah. So he got he came back yesterday for the Nuggets and played like thirteen minutes. He got How'd eight that points. Go? Thirteen minutes and eight points. Yeah, it's not too bad. He didn't have too Good bad for a him. Yeah, I picked him up, put him on my bench on a couple of game uh, teams. So such a great they, story, man. I always loved watching him play when he was with the Celtics. Yeah, dude. And then they Carl uh Caris Levert. Um, for the Nugget for the Nets just came back. He's mm-hmm. a beast, dude. He's averaging like. I think freaking like 18 points a game and like almost a triple double too. So I mean, he's been he's been pretty good for the Nets. The Nets teams, the Nets are making the playoffs, dude. I'm mark my words. Brooklyn Nets, they're they're right up there. I think they're like six seed and they they just got pretty much everybody back that was injured. I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie is a hurt, but wow. They're going to be somebody to watch out for in the East. Not like go to the finals or anything, but they're going to they'll be like a team on the verge that could put a put a team like Milwaukee or a team like Toronto or even like you know a fourth seed or three seed knock them down. So right, interesting. So what's going on? What's going on outside of the world of basketball, man? Fantasy sports. Uh, what's new with uh, baseball, dude? What's going on with the, the get Red some Sox? Baseball, man? Yeah. I mean, I was listening to Chris Sale talk this morning, man. He got me pumped up. I'm away. Yeah, I'm away to work. Love listening to Chris. He's pumped for the season, dude. He's, he's such a gamer. He's yeah, dude. He's ready to rock and roll, man. He's all business. You know? All business. All business. Dude. And he takes care of business when he steps on yeah. that map. And he said he's this morning. He was they were trying to talk to him about contracts, and he pretty much was like, "Dude, yeah. I don't deal with that." Right. He's like, "I play baseball. I'm a baseball player. Talk about don't ask baseball. me about contracts. I don't know anything about contracts." So he's like, 
when that time comes, time comes. Because they were like, oh, you're going to talk to the Red Sox during the middle of the season about your contract? Are you going to wait till the end of the year? Or are you going to try to get it done before the year? Blah, blah, blah. Because you're going into your last year of your contract. And it's like, no. Nah. Of course he wants he's to stay in Boston, but yeah. Yeah, he says he wants to win. He's not a guy that's going to even... I mean, that was a stupid question, right? Like, the dude's gonna you know sign, you're not going to get a response. I think we'll sign him to a five-year contract after this one. I think it'll be anywhere between, like, five to six-year deal. I mean, I mean, regardless, like, after this year, you know, we're only going gonna to have David Price for a little while, but Porcello's contract comes off the books. So, um, we're going to need to sign Chris Sale big time. Uh, and Chris Sale stays healthy the whole year? What do you think? You can only um, hope. I can only hope. You can only hope. Kind but of manage I mean, his workload a little they're gonna manage it. I mean he this, this past year, year this past year he it was like his lowest innings he pitched and he pitched like over two hundred innings this year. This past season. So I mean I mean that's really what you're kinda of what you gonna, wanna look it's at. It's gonna right? come down to see. I mean, you wanna try to like. keep him around two hundred again this year? Oh, of course. I mean and you you're gonna be any ace big premier starter is going to be over 200 innings. I mean, you you want you need him to. Anywhere between 200 to 230 is good. I mean, like right now, I mean, it get, as a baseball player previously and a baseball fan now, like it kind of sucks to not see guys go deep in the games, you know, because these guys are all like throwing a lot harder than in the past in the, 90, in the late 90s, you know, early 2000s, guys weren't throwing 100 in the first inning of the game, you know, but let's get, doesn't, let's not get it twisted. I mean, you also don't see that many, you also see way more injuries now. You do. What do you think about the, um, what do you think about the opener? You know, they got a closer in baseball. I hate that, dude. Do you think about teams using an opener? I hate that. You know, you're, you're, Why? It, it's, it, it allows these small market teams to not go after big free agent pitchers and mess around with their numbers. I mean, you're not, you you're gonna go pay a relief pitcher, you know, twenty million dollars for three years and or two years or whatever, and then making your starter versus keeping a starter over a hundred million dollars, you know, or giving a starter eighty to ninety million. Like it, you don't want to pay these guys, so you just tank, you know. And what then you're trying to get these draft picks and get younger. So I mean, what like, if you bring out, uh, you know, you bring your opener, you know, he's a great pitcher. Uh, Get you through the lineup, you know, or he gets you the three outs, right? He gets you through the first inning. Yeah. And then you you bring in another guy to get you three, you know, four, and then you turn it over to the bullpen, and then you got the back after the bullpen. So it kind of eliminates, it allows these smaller market teams to get by with not having big name pitchers, right? Yeah, it, it, that's what it's like. You don't it need does, a guy to go does, out there and give and you two or three guys to give you a solid six innings, you know. I mean, it, it goes both ways. Just because how the Red Sox used their bullpen last year, I, mean, I, mean, I don't want to see starters. It. I don't no, I'm just saying Boston. I don't want anybody. No, I don't want to see it anywhere. Sarah, you know? I don't. I don't want to see it. But using it the opposite way, where you are paying this dude X amount of money to be a starter, but you know he can only give you a solid four innings, right? Or he's only a dude that can. Like a like an Evolde last year in the playoffs. Well, or how we pitched first. But I'm not trying to pay a dude. X amount of money to come in and pitch like Price did, where he was getting $37 million, and two years ago he was pitching out of the bullpen in the playoffs. He was a closer in the playoffs, getting paid $30 million a se- in that season. That's a little crazy. So it, it all comes down to how are you going to use that ex- pitcher X and how much you're going to pay him. Like, 
bottom line. I mean, Tampa Bay, okay, yeah, they, they're a small market team. No one wants to go play there because their stadium sucks and they don't have any fan base. That's well, fine. But they're one of the teams that started doing it. And it's it, really it interesting, man. I it think worked. it's interesting. So, I mean, they almost made the freaking playoffs last yeah. year, Tampa Bay. They so. always think outside the box. Well, they're yeah. building a new stadium. I'm hoping that that will improve their fan base. They're yeah. moving closer. They shouldn't even have an indoor stadium. I don't know why they have an indoor stadium. They, they, should, use, they should have an outdoor stadium. It's stupid. Or a retractable stadium. Yeah. I, like, I mean, they're a good organization. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing the Rays sort of step their game up a little bit. We'll see, man. We'll see. I mean, it's good for the American League East. Yeah, it it, it is because you're gonna have, you know. Wouldn't good, that be good, crazy good. if Bryce Harper landed there for one years, for a one year deal? What? There's a little Tampa? bit of talk, yeah. Really? And Tampa Bay was in the mix. This, yeah, you know, this was like two weeks ago. Oh, man. This was three if weeks anything, ago. If anything, he would go to freaking but San Diego, not not Tampa. San Diego. Yeah, for at least a year. Well, Machado's had. They're considering Machado in San Diego, right? Yeah, but I mean, these guys got to think if they can't if they can't produce big contracts now. And I've heard I heard heard that Bryce Harper doesn't want anything lower than a five, than you know a six to eight ten year contract. He doesn't want anything lower. Than, he's not going after anything lower. So he's going to sit out. No, he's not going to sit out. He'll. Well, he'll what's he going to do if he doesn't he, get? No one's well. One Machado's the only team like Machado's the only player that has come out with somebody saying, hey, Chicago's offered him this amount of money. So I think, Mich- I think, I think Machado goes to Chicago. You had sucks. mentioned the connections to Chicago. They purposely the signed his brother-in-law. So brother-in-law I believe, I believe that they, they, they John bring Jay. Him. Yeah. As well. Yeah, he Which trains with John Jay. And he were in his brother-in-law's uh, Alon- Yonder Alonzo. So Alonzo, yeah. I think that he takes that offer. If he can't see any other offer, I think he's just waiting for Harper now. I think he's going to go towards Chicago White Sox because they're an upcoming team. You know, they get him in the mix. Their offense is a lot better. That division is not that strong. I mean, yeah, that they're in the division with the Tigers, the Royals. You know what I mean? So the only good team in that division right there is is the Indians. You know, so I mean, I think they'll have a down year. Who the Indians? Yeah. Yeah. So there's, sure. the, I mean, Francisco Lindor just hurt himself. So I mean, he's not, he's not going to be ready for the regular season to start. So what if Chicago signs Machado and they start getting on a roll? You know what I mean? Who knows? Baseball is all about you know month to month. It's not. It's not. So first who's half the better? Half, who's the better prospect? Um, who's the better player? Bryce Harper or Manny Machado? If you I, were, I think Manny Machado, man. I mean, I you hate, would, I hate you would Manny sign Machado. Manny Machado over Bryce Harper right now. Yes, because of the the fact that well, neither of them had an awful first. year last year. Harper did have a terrible year. I mean, yeah. all right, dude can hit well, thirty his home numbers runs. are down. His thirty home runs are okay, but I mean, his average was awful. Machado is a better average hitter, and I'd rather take a better average hitter all day. And he can, and from the shortstop position, he can give you twenty five dingers, which is not easy to do from shortstop position. So, right. Um, and he also plays Gold Glove shortstop position, so he's Gold Glove almost well, every year. When was the last time he played shortstop, though? He played last year for the Dodgers, dog. Yeah. And he played in Baltimore. For That's what he, they moved him to shortstop before they traded him. Oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah, because JJ Hardy was a hurt. heavy for a shortstop. A Rod is a shortstop, dude. I mean, heavy. You can be heavy as a shortstop. I mean, look at Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa is lanky and tall. So, 
Very true. Well, he's a little bit taller, though. He's a little bit more lanky. He's not as thick. But so neither team, neither party wants to sign first, right? If you're Manny Machado and you think you're the better prospect, you don't want to sign before Bryce. You want Bryce Harper to go get paid, and then you're saying, all right, well, look what you just gave Bryce Harper. I need that or I need more. See, you know, like it's setting I that know, baseline. I, I don't like I don't like how this how baseball has been going at least in the last couple of years with free agency. Is it shocking? It, that it's, we're it, this Chris pitchers Sale, and catchers. I heard Chris Sale, I heard Chris Sale this morning talking about it. He says, "If I'm a fan, I'm pissed because you don't know where your favorite. If it's, if you're if that's your favorite player, you have no idea where he's going to land. So by Christmas time, five years ago, by Christmas time, everybody was signed. You, it was like a New Year's thing. Like everybody would want to get signed before the New Year started, so everybody would do by Christmas. Oh, it's Christmas present, you know, for your baseball team. And then, you know, now it's dwindling past, dwindling past. And like last year, it was like right around this time where everybody was signed. That was a big contract, big big player like J.D. Martinez and a certain like certain other guys. But now you still have yeah. these two I pre- see the two premier players that are still out there in free agency waiting. So they're going to start missing for, uh, what they're going to start missing, you know, spring training games, which start in like three weeks. You gonna, are they even ready? Knowing them two, they're probably ready because they've been training all se- off season, which baseball players do. But still, I mean, it's 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 a give and take, man. I mean, I don't want I don't want to see it happen like again because it sucks, dude. It's like. I'm a big fan of baseball, and I want if I want to buy a jersey, I'm not gonna know who to get, you know. Yeah, good point. And, and it's like okay, if they both go to small market teams, it's Bryce Harper, they can help a team out, dude. They Bryce can go Harper, freaking Philly, and help the Phillies become a World Series contender right off the bat. One of them signs there, that's it. Bryce One Harper should have a contract right now. It's his fault. He could have taken a ten-year, three hundred million dollar deal from the freaking Nationals, dog, but he didn't want it. Is that offer still on the table? Not anymore. The Dodgers took a national took it off. I gotta get I gotta get out of here from uh, my lunch. All right, but, man. Uh, well, shit. Uh, we'll have to uh, continue this later. Yeah, we can definitely continue this later. Yeah, I mean. Thanks for checking out the Basement Industries. Holler at y'all later.